What You Need to Know is brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. Less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Linz, what do you got? Well, if you're a big fan of Panda Express, guess what? They're giving away mini walks in Los Angeles tomorrow. So tomorrow, uh, between 10 a.m. and 2 p.m., according to a news release from the restaurant change, uh, the giveaway is to promote a new menu item, sizzling shrimp, which Panda Express describes as a mixture of seafood and fresh vegetables, walk-tossed in a tangy sauce. Mm. So yeah, the walk is worth $30, and if you want to show up and buy some sizzling shrimp, you get a free walk to go along with it. No way. Yeah. The walk itself, huh? Yep. A free walk. Yeah, and if you want to know if the Panda Express near you, which it's only in the L.A. area, I guess, uh, is giving away the walks, you can go to pandaexpress.com slash promo slash mini walk. Hmm. So there you go. A mini walk. Might have to go get one because I don't have a walk and I've never cooked with one. And it, there's all kinds of cool stuff you can cook with one. Yeah, it's good stuff. Like put snap peas in there and then like those little baby... Like uh, corn things, you know those little baby corn deals. I'm not a fan of the baby. corn. Yeah, I'm not. Like a, baby I'm not corns? a corn person. Yeah, I like so. those. How yeah. about like a little broccoli, perhaps? Maybe broccoli, little, okay. Little, little I was cauliflower. Try to make, like some pad cauliflower, thai. okay. Pad thai yeah. in a walk, right? That's a walk and food. I pad like. thai, yeah. I don't know. Do you make pad thai in a walk? I think you do. I don't know. I've never made I've it. So. I'm gonna never try made it. Pad thai. I'll let yeah. you know, Cap. All right, please do. Yeah. Hey, by the way, George. Speaking of things like this, you know the loamy I told you the other day it made a paste rather than the the dirt. Yeah. Did you not? I told you. Did she not put the I, proper I, amount of ingredients in the thing? I told her. I said you got to put the right amount of water. And Uncle George says you got to put in a pellet. You know what she told me? What? She had taken a bunch of stuff out of the freezer, didn't properly defrost it. Oh, there, and there you threw go. it into the loamy. That's your problem. And it turned into a paste. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You got to do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you got to defrost for sure. It's got to be room temperature. The Lomi was making so much noise. I was like, what's wrong with this thing? It was like, yo, I'm freezing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And the thing was probably still iced up. That's yeah. what the noise you heard probably right. was. It was like your daughter because, you know, you won't pay for heating. That's right. Up. By the way, I'm cold in here right now. God, it's so ridiculous. All right. That is what you need to know. Brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. Less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. So I'm looking at the reports from the Kevin Durant thing. So uh, a couple of the guys that cover the team say that he, uh, ooh, somebody's going to get in trouble there. He slipped on a wet spot. Oh, no my way. God. No, I mean, it, it, listen, all you have to do is obviously, um, you know, go into your search bar on Twitter and put in Kevin Durant and the video will pop right up. And I say it like that because most of you know that. But like for me, this is like a major accomplishment. Mm -hmm. And... He looks incredibly clumsy. No, it doesn't look clumsy. It looks like it, the fall is clumsy because he turned his ankle. Well, what I'm saying is is the video that I'm seeing, you're not actually getting to see his feet. So, like, you're kind of, like, seeing knee up. Right, but when you did the search, you, why didn't you find one with the whole body? I don't know. I've looked he at looks two like, different angles. He looks like he slipped on a wet spot. Yeah. Is that right? That's what they're reporting. Is that what you think? Is that what he looked like? I think I mean, that's it's just what it weird. looks like. Yeah, that's the a, first thing I, when I saw it, that's the first thing I thought of. I don't know the way he. It's like I don't know. He he he, le he leaves with his left foot, like he's jumping off the ground with his left foot, but he's like in the air and he's twisting and his. Well, right because foot when the ankle turned, he kicked the other leg. Like what the hell was that? And like just hit the ground because he didn't want the to turn the other ankle. Probably too is my. Well, guess. I don't know which angle is hurt and which angle, is it the left ankle or the it's right? The ankle? left. Cause, okay, because because he goes up off the left, but he comes down on the right. Right. He he come. It's the left. The left is the one, and that's when he was like, "Whoa!" Like his, you Ooh. could just tell. Okay, now I've got the full angle here. Yeah. I expanded the video. Yeah, that probably was a. Ooh. Yeah, you see, it was really bad. Imagine being a Suns fan, and that's like Katie's first home game, and you find out ten minutes before tip off 
that happens and and he's not going to play. Total. Bummer. I will tell you guys right now. I'm I'm going to say this. I'm I'm watching a video. Okay. Anybody. By the way, on- he did finish his warm up. By the way, despite that, and they just ruled him out for precautionary reasons. Anybody who's watching on YouTube right now, I'm watching this video, and I like I'm I can't tell you because I'm not there. It just doesn't look like a wet spot to me. It it just looks like he just twisted his ankle. I mean, I'm just telling you based on what, like, the Phoenix writers are writing. They're talking about the floor not being right. It's Kevin Durant. I mean, he's, like, the best basketball player in the NBA, and you're calling him clumsy? I mean, yes, that's what I'm Dwayne calling. Rankins, who covers that, has covered that team for a long time, is like, you got to get this floor right. Like, what are you doing? Well, I'll tell you what, man. He, he steps with his left foot. His ankle twists. I don't see it slip, per se, like, as if it were wet. But, you know, listen. I um, do, for sure. You do. Well, I mean, we have different eyes. What can I tell you? Maybe I could use you, those glasses that you're wearing, George. Yeah, you need. You said okay. that you think you need glasses. You do you have like the red eye thing going on today? Yeah. I don't have the red eye thing okay. going on right now. I, I don't curious. know. Maybe I do because he's not maybe looking at the sun behind me. No, remember, but I did didn't. Just what do you have on, on your eye? Like, what's the condition called again? It's called a pterygium. But okay. yet you still continue to to say things about my physical deformities. Well, you know, I'm not. I'm just pointing out that maybe that's why you're seeing it differently than we are. Because of my physical deformities. Yes. Uh huh. Wow. I'm not saying you can help it. I'm just pointing out a fact uh-huh. that I can't see as well because of my physical deformities. I mean, I'm def- I, you want to? You can call what I have. What a is a pterygium or whatever the hell you called it? Look it up. Google it. He he. Uh, he we went through this when uh, Beto was on. I think it's like some type of growth on his eyeball, right? That's right. But how did that happen? Uh, sun and wind, like not properly protecting your eyes. Well, I mean, what the hell were you doing? Well, I grew up and I never wore sunglasses because, as you can imagine, I was too cheap to buy any. You know what I mean? It always and, boils down to that. Yeah, and then now my eyes are all screwed up. And then mm. I had this surgery, and they removed them, and then they grew back. They grew back? Yeah, and now they've got this newer surgery with, like, newer technology, and they can rip them right off, and then apparently they don't grow back. But I don't want to have eye surgery again. Yeah, that can't be fun. No, it wasn't comfortable. Yeah. But I may get it done at some point. Yeah. Um. So let me ask you a question. Speaking of eye issues, like I was teary-eyed last night watching this pal thing, man. Yeah. Um, and here's the thing about Pow, and I know Co- they when they played that Kobe um, vi- video from the Oscars a couple years ago. I mean, I that mean, was amazing. I'd never seen that before. Yeah, it was on the internet. Um, it was all over the internet back well, then. I never searched it before, and that was amazing. Like, when I saw that last night, I was like, So Whoa. when I ripped the guy from Fox Sports who said that Pow deserve, didn't deserve to be have his jersey retired or something or whatever. Which guy said this? The, it was the, Craig Carton. Yeah, he was the, like a New York guy. The New York guy, yeah. yeah I know Craig. Um, we used to share an office together. I know him. And then the... Um, a bunch of people actually posted that video under it, mm-hmm. so it was it was there. Um, and and I I had seen it previously because I remember that was kind of a thing after he won he was at the Oscars. Yeah. But ultimately, like man, it, history would be so different, so different if Pau Gasol didn't come to this team. There was a legitimate chance Kobe was going to be out or at least wanted out, right? Like that was a real threat, like a real thing. And it would have the who knows what the rest of Lakers history looks like after 2007 in that scenario, because if let's say Kobe leaves, then what? You know what I mean? Like you can make the case. Well, you know, the Lakers eventually figure it out. Right. But I mean, look at before LeBron. Right. It took them a long time to figure it out. So and without look without Kobe, maybe winning more championships. Does LeBron come here? There's just so many things that could have gone differently. Um, had that deal not been made, that Pau Gasol, on top of his incredible play and just being 
one of the more unique players we saw at that position and just being like a just a perfect fit with Kobe both on and off the floor. God, unbelievably deserving, but also one of the more underrated players, I think, of his era for sure. Well, I think this, you know, last night, the ceremony for anybody that was watching. And by, listen, you know, I was there last night and during the first half of the game, mm-hmm. early in one of the timeouts, they showed Powell. And um, everybody was cheering, standing O. I mean, it, it really went on, George, for quite a long time. So Powell finally stands up, and he's got his baby in his hand, and he kind of waves to the crowd. And it just, it just kept going on and on. There was a lot of love in the building for him last night. But it was undeniable, okay? There, if you watched it or if you were there last night, it is undeniable that so much of the Pau Gasol Lakers story is Pau and Kobe. Mm-hmm. Maybe I should say it, Kobe and Pau. It, it's, he, was, he was a great player and a great teammate on two championship teams. Those were Kobe's teams. Those two guys were like brothers. Mm-hmm. Um, again, the way they played together and the way they got along off the floor. I mean, even Vanessa Bryant last night, I mean, she's the one that was making these introductions. She's the one that was standing right behind Pau while he's making his speech. So much of Pau Gasol's Laker legend is is very much tied up in Kobe. Mm-hmm. In fact, really, again, last night, if you were there and you saw all of it, look, they had Phil Jackson sent a video. It was all about Pau. Um, Derek Fisher sent a video. It was all about Pau. But the reality is that the presentation of Gasol was, I mean, it was 50-50 Kobe and Pau. Their partnership, their brotherhood, the championships they won together, they're tied together. And then that video where, where Kobe says, I can't wait until one day his number is retired and it's right by mine. And then the emotion of them showing, you know, they, they unveil the jersey and it is right by Kobe. I mean, it, it it was emotional because of what we know now about you know what ha- what happened several years back to Kobe. I mean, it made it that much more. It, it it would have just been a regular celebration of hey, he was a nice player, but the Kobe connection to the Pal story made last night that much more emotional. And I'm telling you, Laura was like bawling. People in the suite were crying. I could see down in the stand. I mean, people were wiping their tears. I mean, it was a very, very emotional ceremony last night. And I'll say this last thing. Great job by the Lakers. We bust their chops all the time. The roster, the front office, the lack of analytics, blah, blah, blah. When they put on a show, they put on a show. And last night was A-list. Great job, everybody. All right, Cappy, we got to go to break. We're way over. Can you tell them about the Yamaha tournament real quick? Oh, oh, I'd love to do that. Yeah, and by the way, coming up next, we've got uh, Trouble in Paradise with the Rams uh, and a uh, apparently a scandal now revolving around you on the uh, YouTube slash Circle of Trust. Oh, really? There's a scandal? Yep. I love a good scandal, and the fact that I'm in the middle of it, great. Hey, um, ESPN LA is taking over Yamaha Resort and Casino's latest amenity. It's the 909 Sports Bar for a tournament tip-off watch party we're going to be broadcasting live from 10 in the morning till 7 in the evening on thursday march 16th so it's next thursday mark your calendar now come press the flesh with the entire mishbucha travis and slee mason and ireland sedano and cap that's us wall-to-wall led tvs 150 plus screens 
32 craft beers, incredible. Uh, the food is off the charts. It is really the best place to watch all the college basketball action. We're going to have prizes and giveaways, autographed memorabilia. It's going to be a great time. You must be 21. Please gamble responsibly. Mark your calendar Thursday, March 16th, all day long. ESPN LA taking over Yamava. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. So Kirk Morrison going to join us here in just a second. We also have a Cappy controversy. Can't wait to hear that. We'll have to, we'll discuss that after Kirk though. I want to I don't want to waste Kirk's time with our nonsense. He already deals with enough nonsense when we have him on. Uh, we don't need him for this. Kirk Morrison, how are you, sir? I'm doing great. What's up, George? How we doing, brother? Uh, I'm good. So I want to ask you about this story that's out there. Uh, troubling report emerges about Matthew Stafford. Matthew Barry of NBC Sports, who worked with us, uh, he was our fantasy guru for a long time, said he was at the Combine, asked around about Stafford. Uh, and one source told him that the 35-year-old could, quote, barely throw last year, and that retirement is still not out of the question. Now, look, you're, you're around that team uh, as much as anyone. And you're yeah. around the sport as much as anyone. So we have a lot of stuff to discuss with you about, particularly revolving around quarterbacks. But I figured we'd start there and just kind of what you make of A, the report, and B, just Matthew Stafford's potential longevity moving forward anyway. Yeah, you know what? I, I heard similar uh, reports, uh, rumors down in Indianapolis last week and being there. But then I also heard some other um, sources that – basically told me that Matthew Stafford last year was just not 100%. He came back a little bit too soon. The injuries that he had the previous year never healed, and he tried to tough it out and tried to just, you know what, you know, I'm, 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 I'm Matthew Stafford. I've done this my whole career. And at some point, you just got to say, you know what, my body needs a rest. He played the longest season of his career, uh, the, you know, the previous one in winning a Super Bowl. He was not 100%. So a lot of those things from last year were honestly because of what he endured in the Super Bowl winning year. 
that this year seems to be on track. And I think that's the reason why. Same with Odell Beckham. I mean, I'm, I know I'm bringing him in as well. These guys suffered some injuries that just would not allow them to be 100% in this past year. That's why I see guys like Odell, guys like obviously Matthew Stafford. We'll see Cooper Cup as well. And this would be some much different players in 2023 having time to really heal and sit back. I mean, heck, even Aaron Donald, who missed time down the stretch, was banged up. So this is a team that just honestly needed rest, but more importantly, their signal caller, Matthew Stafford, needed it the most. Yeah, but Kirk, listen, um, training camp last year, we started talking about Stafford's arm, and you know everybody tried to make it seem like it wasn't any big deal, and it probably was a really big deal. And I, I, I wonder... You know, the player himself has to has to think about it, and the the team, the organization has to to know. I mean, I I just feel like everybody probably should have had a better read on how serious the injury was because we were talking about it at the beginning of training camp, if you remember. Yeah, no, it it was something in which, you know, you thought that over time it'd be better, especially if you hold back the workload, right? We see it in the NBA all the time, right? Load management. And so they went with that approach with Matthew Stafford and how his weekly preparation was. You thought that it would get better uh, over the course of the season, and it never did. And I think from the sources that I've talked to is that he's ready to go for this year. He'll be back to being 100%. And I think what happened, he just tried to push it last year. And the Rams were well aware of it. But yet, I think at the time, you just felt that Matthew Stafford has been sort of – invincible throughout his career. He's dealt with injuries while playing with the Detroit Lions. But for the first time, it was a situation where this one just it just didn't feel right. And you multiply some of the other injuries and an offensive line that was just a makeshift at point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd rather sit him out and allow him to get better and heal up. So I think that's what's the that has to be the conversation moving forward now. But do you obviously have a backup plan? For sure. Are the Rams in line to probably grab a backup quarterback? Who knows? I mean, Baker Mayfield's still obviously a possibility, but the Rams know that they can't go with uh, they can't go on the cheap when it comes to the backup quarterback this year. Okay, fair enough. Kirk Morrison with us here. I want to ask you about the Raiders in a second, but uh, Lamar Jackson, hear me out real quick. This is what he should do. Sure. I'm going to give him some free advice. Washington Commanders, and here's why. Number one, they get to they both the Washington Commanders and and Lamar get to stick it to the Ravens. Okay, it's basically in their backyard, right? And and they're <laughs> right. the, you yeah. know then they're the big team in theory in that region, right? So there's that. Um, Daniel Snyder's looking to sell this team, so Cappy brought this up, so I'm gonna give him credit. He gets to stick it to the owners by giving them the fully guaranteed deal. He also wants to sell the team, or is might be ha- might be forced to sell the team, or might want to sell the team, whatever it is. Um, it's it's probably going to be more enticing, even just a little bit, for an ego for ego's sake, to another buyer. If you have a uh, you know a unanimous MVP at the quarterback position, and they got a good defense, and they've got pretty good skill position players. Last time I checked, so it would be a good fit in an NFC that's not as good as the AFC. Pile on Eric Bieniemy as the offensive coordinator, right? And that too. So what do you make of that? What do you think? Uh, I think you also look at the head coach, too, and Ron Rivera, who right. also worked with another pulverizing quarterback in Cam Newton. And actually, both those two remember, went to the Super Bowl, Super Bowl 50 against yep. the Denver Broncos. Right. So you have all of that going for you. My, my only thing is, with right now, I don't know if teams are willing to give up the two first-round picks and 
also give up that guaranteed contract. Just the economics of the National Football League right now, you're seeing teams are scared to death to give up that kind of money, regardless of the quarterbacks. I mean, you're looking at obviously there's going to be guaranteed money coming down the pipes. And I'm looking at, you know, Justin Herbert and Joe Burrow who are next up after Lamar Jackson. But reading from what RG3 posted a little bit earlier, that I believe Lamar Jackson, there's a market for him. And he is going to test that market now that he's available to do that and kind of talk with teams. I just realized teams don't want to give up $250 million guaranteed. I think a lot of people forget that when you have a fully guaranteed contract like Deshaun Watson has with the Cleveland Browns, that entire amount has to go into an escrow. That is not a pay-as-you-go. That whole entire amount has to be in an escrow. I don't know if there's a lot of owners in the NFL, by the way, fellas, who can just cut a $250 million check, right? $250 million right now and put it in the escrow. That also has a lot to do with it, especially when it comes to the economics of not a lot right. of owners, and you guys know this, fellas. Not a lot of owners have that kind of capital. Liquid, so right? Can Washington yep. stick? Yeah, the liquid capital. Can yep. Washington do that? Can Snyder do that? Possibly, but I just don't see it. That, I don't, that I don't is it that is an excellent point that I have not heard anyone else anywhere bring up, Kirk Morrison, which is part of the reason we bring you on this. Yeah, show. I've, I've actually never heard it either. That it, that if you have guaranteed contracts, because let's face it, there are no guaranteed contracts in the NFL, and even if you argued, yeah. well, that Kirk Cousins had a guaranteed contract, yeah. It was a two-year, $80 million contract. That's yeah, two-year, $80 million contract, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The, the Wolf family were able to cut that check. You know, that's, right. an easy, that's an easy way to put in the escrow. But we're talking about 250 liquid cash. Yeah. That's not yeah. a lot of owners. Now, Stan well, Kroenke we, can but, do that. Yes. Yes. Not a lot of many people can do that. Yeah. Straight, argue straight about cash, this. homie, like Randy would say. <laughs> right. But, but we argue about this all the time, Kirk. Uh, George and I argue about this yeah. all the time. I say... No one is going to give Lamar Jackson a fully guaranteed contract. Not going to happen. And George brings up an right. interesting point about Daniel Snyder because he could stick it to the other owners on his way out the door. But because of what Cleveland did, I just don't think anybody else is ever going to do that. So if I'm Lamar, I'm not so focused on a fully guaranteed contract. I'm more focused on, we get back to Matthew Stafford. Stafford's got a $160 million contract, 130 is guaranteed. I just want to get as much guaranteed money as I can. Do you think anybody will give Lamar a fully guaranteed contract? No, I don't think a fully guaranteed contract. I think at the end of the day, he's got to figure it out. And look, he, he and the Ravens, and now everybody, still have an opportunity to make this work. I think it's just too valuable to give up two first-round picks right now as we just left the combine and we see all the talent that's available. Teams are a little scared to do that right now, maybe after the draft. You may see it. And remember, he has until July 15th to sign a long-term contract. Okay, so that, that is the possibility still, even with the Ravens, that he looks at what the market has out there for him, and maybe he's only able to get $180 million guaranteed. Not fully guaranteed, but $180 There's going to be some, some, some contracts put in front of him that he has to say, you know what, I can do this deal. The only problem is he's got to call his agent. Well, he's his Ma. agent, and yeah, his hey, mom's Ma. his agent, right? Yeah. So <laughs> how do you convince yourself? So what does he do? He going to, wakes up in the morning, looks at himself in the mirror, looks at his agent in the mirror as well. I, it, it's, it's difficult, to say the least, but I do know a lot of people who weren't down in Indianapolis talking to a couple of former GMs said that if he had an agent, 
this deal would have been done a year, two years ago. And this would have never been a worry. So last thing for you here. Um, You know, I was going to ask you about Aaron Rodgers, who I think he's nuts if he wants to go to the Jets, just because just dealing (laughs) with the Jets, just dealing with the Jets and the media, it's going to be a disaster. But anyway, go for it. uh, um, But uh, for content, it'll be great. But what the hell are the Raiders going to do? Jimmy? Jimmy G? <laughs> that's a possibility, right? Um, that's that's the number one question. And I talked to a lot of Raiders, you know, dignitaries down in Indianapolis, fellas, and just being around that organization. It's – the plan is I, – I honestly, I don't know. I mean, I, I spoke with Josh McDaniels, and I kind of had a – you know, say, hey, what are you thinking? What's on his mind? He's like, hey, we're going to go out and try to find the best football player available – and I think what happens is, too, it really comes down to the trust of Mark Davis. What does he feel is best for the organization? Because you have an opportunity to draft one of these quarterbacks with the position that the Raiders are picking in at seven. Maybe trading up to get to one of these guys, whether it's Will Levis. I mean, Anthony Richardson looks like a Greek god, by the way, the Florida quarterback. Then you still have Bryce Young, who's available if the team wants to trade up. And then also C.J. Stroud. So the Raiders, I think that their plan right now is to bring in a veteran. But I wouldn't be surprised if they go fall in love with one of these quarterbacks coming out in the draft. And my only thing is, can this quarterback be ready to go right away? Because if I'm Devontae mm. Adams. Not Richardson. I traded in. Not, <laughs> yeah, not Richard. He's not ready in, to I go. I traded in. Yeah, he traded in Aaron Rodgers for Derek Carr. He had still had another outstanding year. But you think Devontae Adams and Josh Jacobs, some of these guys want to break in a rookie quarterback? I think the Raiders are kind of stuck into that that veteran motto at quarterback. And we'll see how it works. We'll see how it kind of transpires over the next couple uh, couple weeks. But well, it's the fun time of the year, fellas. I love this. Yeah. Yeah. Well, wait a second. So Hold on. Well, no, we, we got to go, Cappy. I know we do. I know we got to go. Kirk, I just want to ask you one last quick thing. Please, be quick. You ready? Yes. Have you been practicing pickleball? Twice. And how are you? Nice. Okay, that's it. Twice and nice. I'm done. That's Twice it. and nice. Gotta go. Right, we're done here, Kirk. Thank you, buddy. Always appreciate it. <laughs> Hope that was quick enough for you. Yes, right, sir. Fellas, appreciate it. Yes, sir. Take care. There he is, Kirk Morrison. Uh, Twice and nice, Cappy. Uh, that's all we needed. Uh, we will have uh, thrice and nice in Big Deal or No Deal. Three questions next. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. 
and boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured, it was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Thanks, Christopher. Lindsay, you take it away. Thanks, Sedano. Super excited to be doing Big Deal or No Deal, uh, especially for uh, for this one. Actually, this one I'm not super excited about because it's kind of a bummer. Oh. Not going to lie. All right. Pelicans fans received yet another dire injury update yeah. on All-Star Zion Williamson today, all but wrapping up another lost season for the former Duke standout. Brian Windhurst reports that Zion is, quote, not close to returning, and he said, I think his setback was significant. Is this a big deal or no deal, Sedano? It's a big deal, man. Uh, they were playing, when they had all three of their guys, they were playing great basketball. And since then, they have not, they've played terrible basketball, actually. Uh, now, granted, Brandon Ingram was dealing with a pretty significant injury. And then CJ is dealing with multiple injuries. So they're playing, but they're playing hurt. And the Zion thing is just really disappointing. It's just, there's no other way to describe it. Like, he can't stay on the floor. It's just really, really sad because when he's on the floor, he's absolutely electrifying. Is he now going to be the next, and I'll say it, I'm sure you can probably figure out where I'm going. I mean, is he the new Greg Oden? Is he a guy who is a top pick, can't stay healthy, and never really fulfills any promise of any kind? Because I, I wonder, George. I mean, he's actually be- way better than Greg Oden. Yeah, you know what I mean? What is, so it actually would be even more disappointing, if anything. So how many years has he been out, out of Duke? Is this year three, let's I, say? I believe this is year four. Four. So I would wonder this. How many total games has Zion played? How many total games? Um, He didn't play at all last year, so technically it's his third year playing, but it's the fourth year removed from Duke. Uh, He has played. You want to to take a guess? I would say he's played maybe a grand total. Because I know the answer. I'd say he's played less than 80 games. No, it's more than that. Yeah, how many? 114. Okay. All right. 114 games in a four year career. Yeah. Wow. It's crazy. That is brutal. Second season he played right now. Second season he played sixty one. Everything else twenty four and twenty nine, and then didn't play at all last year. Yeah. And by the way, New Orleans right now is eating Dallas up ninety four seventy nine with eight minutes to go in the game. It's actually now ninety four eighty two because oh, uh, they just, just hit a big with three. Being ahead of me, you're yeah. so ahead of me. Why I, I'm on a delay here? You know? Davis Bertans, you're ruining it for me. Yeah, corner three, good pass there by uh, Tim Hardaway Jr. Oh, I just saw that. That was a good pass. Yeah. By three, the way, really quick, um, I'm going to see the Cavs in Charlotte on Sunday. Go okay. Cavs. Yeah. Um, and I was just wondering, do you guys think that Michael Jordan's going to be at the game? Because I know that it's he's possible. been to a few recently. Yeah, it's possible. Did the Cavs play the Heat earlier today? They're playing right yeah, now. Yeah, they're still oh. playing. What's the score? Anybody know? 89-82. Uh-huh. Who's winning? Cleveland. Cleveland. Really? You guys didn't have a bet on this game? No. no he, he, usually we go back and forth when they play each other. I'm not going to lie. I kind of forgot they were playing today. I didn't even know they were playing today. Yeah, yeah I, I, I don't know why I was watching it. I, was it maybe on before? I'm looking game? at here in the box score. Uh, looks like the Heat big men have been in foul trouble. Uh, Bam Adebayo has four fouls and only played 17 minutes. That probably has something to do with the the way the game has gone, too, I'm sure. but Because um, the Cavs are actually pretty terrible on the road. Yeah, they are. So, um, I think Donna, I think Donovan Mitchell just hit like the the Cavs three point record, like all time three point record. I think. There you go. Uh, anyway. All right, what's next, Lens? All right, next one is uh, Serena Williams was and is the standard for women's tennis players everywhere, and the twenty three time Grand Slam singles champ retired this past August. But 
as countless members of male ath- numbers of male athletes have shown us, you know, Michael Jordan, Tom Brady, maybe retirement doesn't have to actually mean retirement. Serena had Twitter talking this morning with a tweet hinting at a potential comeback. She wrote, quote, every day I miss playing, then I think about training eight plus hours a day. It's not that bad, right? Is her tweet a big deal or no deal, Cappy? I'm going to say it's no deal. I mean, listen, you're right. Probably the greatest female athlete, certainly of our generation, maybe the greatest female athlete of all time, given the number of Grand Slam titles that she's won, Olympic gold medals that she's won, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, But the question is, is her hinting on Twitter a big deal? And uh, I'll just say for now, not really. If she decides to come back. No, she's just like female Tom Brady right now. Totally. Oh, really? Totally. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Really? She's just she's just sort of baiting you, right? Her and Tom Brady. Like just figure it out. If you guys want to play, just play. Stop. You know what the, would be the, great? The, the if stuff. Serena if Serena's listening right now, yeah. hey Serena, I will kick George Sedano off my pickleball team for you, girl. <laughs> what do you think of that? Go right ahead. Would you Happy kick me you? off the team? You'd still lose. Come on. Me and Serena? Yeah. Nah, we'd win. Easy. Easy? Oh yeah. They oh, just yeah. hit it to you. Serena would push me out of the way. Yeah, that's and, the problem. Well, she'd have shot. to do that. Right, and she could do it. She could cover the ground. Well, she could definitely do that, but they would just hit it towards you every time. Well, she would be able to cover both spots on the on the pickle. <laughs> I'll just stand out of the way. I'll be out of bounds over here if you need me, Serena. Yeah. Need water? Let me know. <laughs> water guy. All right, one more. Go ahead. All right, the 95th Academy Awards will take place on Sunday, where, of course, Hollywood will celebrate the best the industry has to offer. But the Oscar-nominated films these days are rarely box office hits, and viewership of the awards broadcast has drastically declined. So the Oscars used to be a big deal, but... Well, but didn't they do, like, Top Gun or something in this one? Like, a bunch of, like, popcorn flicks are nominated. Well, that one, they got... A lot of the the more popular ones got nominated for, like, special effects awards and things that aren't even on the actual broadcast. But I was just going to ask you No, I thought Top Gun was in the best movie category. Is it? I think it is. I think it's nominated for best film. Yeah. That that may be like the only one. Generally speaking, the past couple years, like they're not big. No, I agree. I actually think the biggest mistake they made in doing that stuff was the um, uh, the Dark Knight Rises or the Dark Knight. Sorry, Uh, like that one. People got really mad when they didn't put that one in Best Picture. I'll tell you which one doesn't belong is the Fablemans. You you hate that movie. I am not a fan at all. And Steven Spielberg, I know you're listening. Sorry, pal. It hit too close to home. Do you guys think that the Oscars matter at all anymore? I mean, it matters to people in the industry, sure. I think it still matters. Yeah, still matters. Okay. Um, all right. Is that it? Yeah. Okay, big deal or no deal. Wow, we finished early. So now we can talk about the Cappy controversy. Yeah, I didn't know there was a Cappy controversy. As a matter of fact, um, looking in the uh, in the YouTube live chat, and, and everybody else is waiting for the Cappy controversy, too. I can't wait. So it started with Dead Meow 5. What's his deal? So Dead Meow says, Cappy sure loves the YouTube chatlins and forgets about the circle, right? It's true. When I when we are on YouTube, I have the YouTube show on my phone, and I follow what's going on in the YouTube chat. Yeah. That's right. So Beto then quote tweets it mm-hmm. and says, YouTube is Cappy Fest with a yawn emoji, circle forever. Mm-hmm. But then apparently Dead Meow did some investigation. You know, he is the Sedano and Cap Circle of Trust investigator, right. particularly of the Cappy cast. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. He wrote, I just checked it out, and it's the Cappy cast folks chatting it up in there. We know where his loyalties lie. Now, I could now understand. Now it all makes sense why you love the YouTube. And, well, I thought initially mm-hmm. it's because, and I feel like this is still a big part of it, um, because you love 
seeing yourself on a screen somewhere. I do feel like that's a big part of it. Uh, I would probably say the overwhelming majority of it. You do love yourself some you. Um, you're a maximizer, as we talked about when it comes to you. And then, but the fact that you're, you know, you're, you're, you know, the Cappy Cast crew, as uh, Dead Meow Five says, or the folks, sorry, mm-hmm. uh, is are in there. That I feel like then uh, you you love it even more. Well, uh, you guys should love it too, because the fact of the matter is this: um, before the Cappy Cast chatlins, as they are called, before they came and got involved in the YouTube chat, sadly, we had nobody watching. I don't care, though, if we have anybody watching. I know you don't care. I know you don't care. But you know what? But you care for some reason. Well, because I think that we are trying to build audience everywhere. We're trying to build audience continually on terrestrial radio. We are trying to continually build audience on our our audio podcasting and our, our app. And... We are also trying to continue to build audience on YouTube. And when you have this amount of people listening on radio, you should be able to get a lot of people watching on YouTube. And the fact of the matter is, we were getting, like, embarrassingly, like 20 people. And, and Because now, we're on when people are driving yeah, home. during drive time. I think that's the biggest issue. Plus, we're I mean, not well, on every well, day. You, you, you say that you think that's the biggest issue. No, it is the biggest issue. I, I personally disagree, but that's neither here nor there. Neither mm-hmm. of us are going to be right or wrong, and you guys are going to have your opinion. I'm going to have my opinion. So you're going to say that, like, just logically, that doesn't make sense? I'm going to say that, George, it really shouldn't be that hard to get 1,000 people to be watching on YouTube when you have 12 million people in L.A., when you have the number of people that listen to this radio station, even 500 doesn't seem like that many to me. Now, when you only have, call it 20 or 30 people watching on YouTube, and then all of a sudden, because I've cultivated a YouTube audience over the last few years, when those people, my chatlins, decide to come over and be part of the YouTube uh, audience over here, that's actually a good thing for the ESPN Los Angeles YouTube channel. I mean, but is it good for our show? They don't even like, are they actually like paying attention to what we do around here at this station? Well, they're they're watching right now and Ooh. they're communicating and they're in the YouTube chat. Yeah. And I can tell you that the, uh, that the people who work at the station who deal with sales and marketing, they're trying to also build these, these other outlets because they're sellable. So yeah, I think it's actually kind of a, a good thing. Cappy, and you're welcome. You're right in the sense of it shouldn't be that hard. Why do you have to be such a jerk about it? You're welcome. I'm a jerk about it. You guys, all three of you wait, guys. Wait, wait, no, no, have no, no, oh, no, no, no. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on. Ready, ready, ready? I'll say, I'll all say three of you guys always oh, just gang no, up on me. No, no. But, that is but, not, but, but I was about to agree with Kaplan before he cut me off. There okay, you go. go you go see? Ahead. You, go you go see? Ahead. You Scrap jumped the gun. Bro. Go ahead. Go you know why? Again, you know why? Because you're on Bishotti's payroll. You are you are wrong about this, George. And everybody at the radio station, nobody has the guts to say to you, George, why no, are no, you no. so it's not down the, on YouTube? It, it, you know why I'm down on YouTube? Because I don't give a rat's ass okay. what YouTube and, is. And what, and what this rate, and what, and again. You know I what wish- I care about the, you, the YouTube? I care about the total numbers of what the stuff that's being put on there so that the station can make money. Not the live stuff I don't believe contributes to that. Of course it contributes not, to it. Not in the not in the numbers that are necessary to actually make money. Well, let me ask you a question. How do you intend to make money on YouTube? You make money on YouTube based on you have to hit a, a threshold of views, okay? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that happens with the content that's on there that people are 
just randomly finding, the not the live okay, stuff so, for so the most you, part. Have you, have you gone back and spoken to the manager? You have to get a certain and, amount of hours of right. people viewing it. Now, this is basically a cheat code to be able to do that, to in, get to those hours that they need. Yeah. Well, it's less about the, the amount of people. It's more about the hours you need to get to to hit said threshold. Okay. I would do this if I were you. I would go back and talk to Tommy. Okay. And I would ask Tommy, hey, is it a good thing for me to be positive about our YouTube channel? Or is it a good thing for me to be negative about our YouTube channel? I don't care if I'm positive or negative, Cap. No, no, no I know that you don't. I don't care. I, we know this, George. Right. We get it, okay? It would be really nice if you were positive about it, but you're not, and that's okay. And people at the station are pissy about it, but you know they don't have the guts to walk up to you and okay. tell you your well, face. Okay, well, I don't care that okay. they don't have we, the guts We either. understand that you don't care. We, we get it. I don't care. What I'm saying to you but is- But you're like so enthralled about Like, who cares? Like, why do you need that self-gratification, -grat like, though? Now, why do you think that it has to be about me and self-gratification? Well, because, I mean, we've talked about this. Why do you think it has to be about me being on camera? I could give a rat's ass about Oh, the rat's asses are I'm out! On, I'm on camera all day, every day. YouTube, television, I'm on camera all day. I don't care. What I do care about is building an audience on YouTube, which is a very valuable tool. But you don't care. I don't I, care. I, I, I guess maybe maybe I should turn it on you. Maybe it's not serving you well enough. I don't care. We understand. You I'm not care. even on it. I don't care. Look, I'll show you. I'm not even on it. Like I, I don't care. And I, and I do care, and I am on it. I am on and, it. See and right Tommy, here. you know... They don't have the, the guts or whatever? They do That's not. fine. Okay. Sadly, they do not. I, oh, great. Do you have the guts, though. Why not? Why shouldn't I? I mean, listen, you're negative on it. I'm positive on it. No? By the way, Royce Tony, you're welcome. Why? What did Royce Tony have to do with it? He that? said I needed to go on a rant, and he preferred well, he it to be on you. Well, he did say Royce Tony was getting a little upset with us today. Because we said, weren't fighting. He said the show was going a little too smoothly today. Right. So you know? I, I, I had to find something to right. give Royce Tony what he wanted. I understand. In the Sedano and Cap Circle of Trust, to which I am loyal to, because it's our audience. Mm -hmm. The people that love us. Thank you yeah. for the cookies, too. So you're welcome, Royce Tony. And that was Greg and PV, different yes, person. I know, but, yeah. you know, just Greg and PV, him. I thought that person is like a bot or something. I didn't think that no, was a real guy. A real That's a real person. person. No, he's a real, he's a real guy. guy. He's so real, he even helped me get my car out of the tow lot. So thank which you, bot? Greg and PV. Th that, that's a little weird, too, by the way. People kind of on, on social media saying that Lindsay's trying to get all the listeners to try and help her get her car out of the lot. What was that all about? I looked all over Twitter. I couldn't find that. Well, people, you know, want to help me out. Sorry, Cap. Help you out with what? To get to get my car out because it was expensive. What'd you get? People in the audience to give you money? People did give me money to help me get my car out, and I thank them very much for that. How do I get people to give me money? You don't need money, Cap. Wait, just I'm be broke. on YouTube, right? I'm broke. <laughs> like if I if I had money to get my car out, I would have got my car out. You know how these things go. Then they keep um they keep accumulating, yeah, accumulating money. But we get. I don't know, Royce. man. I need I need somebody. I'm gonna get my car towed. Get Royce Tony to give you money. Actually, you should give me money because I finally did what he wanted me to do an hour and a half ago. I know you finally blew up. There he is. He texted. Brilliant, lying, cra laugh, laughing, crying emoji. You're welcome. Performance art. <laughs> I love how Cappy got really mad, too, for a second. Though. I know. You did, did get he mad. Be honest. You did get mad. You didn't realize it was performance art for a second. Oh, yeah. That's very performance arty. Very performance artsy of Salty. you. Salty. Are you really serious? Like, you don't... Okay. That's fine. Whatever. I feel like you should embrace YouTube, and it bothers me that you don't. Uh, okay. I mean, you've known me for how long? Uh, 30 years. Yeah. What do you know about me? You don't care about things that aren't good for you? 
I don't, when I tell you I don't care, I don't care. Like, you're not going to change my mind on that stuff. Come on. Come around. No. I got you alone, me. Leave me alone. All right. Talk to us. All right. And your your dog almost broke it because she put, like, frozen food in it, for God's sake. That's true. Turned into a I didn't even, I, Did I even buy the... Uh, the uh, I know I got to do him, Ronnie. I'll get there in a second. Um, did I even buy the warranty for that damn thing? I don't know. You better. I need it. No. I hope I didn't. As Come on, Uncle George. I'm going to look. I already got you the damn thing. Well, don't be cheap. Buy the freaking, freaking whatever it is. Warranty. Now I got to look it up. See what you do. This is performance art. Masterclass. I'm going to get injured it. in an accident because of you. <laughs> it's my fault. I'm going to be sitting there on the road, hopefully not get hurt, and get yeah, get into an accident. And then immediately what I got to do is call Jacob. Call at, him. At 844-24-Jacob. Because I'm going to be like... What word can I say, Laura? Hold on. Bleep. No, I can't say that. That's not funny enough. Just do the read. Ponche capi is what I'll say. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. You're a nasty boy, Cappy. Don't need a thing. Uh. Mm. Hey, mm. Um, mm. this is dealer's choice time, right? Cap not yet. Oh, when? In a, in a minute. Oh. We got to pay homage to, uh, homage to Janet. Yeah, do you pronounce oh, the you H? Oh, nasty boy. You could. It depends if you speak in Francais or if you uh, speak in English. Uh. It's homage or homage. Either which one. Which English is ha and, and French is ah. Homage. Oh, oh. Gotcha. Um Den Meow 5 has one more contribution. Okay, what is it? Says, I just don't want Cappy to forget about the circle engagement. I, I don't forget wait, about wait, the wait, circle wait, engagement. Wait, 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 wait. He's not done. Hold on. Oh, oh, there's more. Don't let this become stale like the mafia, which Mason has forgotten about. Oh, shame. See? Yeah. See? See, I appreciate that. Dead By the meow. way, yeah, and Mason's contributions even prior to that, I was told, because I'm not in the Mafia, um, was basically like, hey, guys, what do you think of that touchdown that was scored? <laughs> or like, how about this Dodgers game tonight? Right. Or what do you think? Should we do X or Y? A or B? Or maybe sometimes he'll throw in an A, B, or C. What do you think, question mark? Here's a poll. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been in the mafia. I'm not sure. I don't, I don't know. know. That's it. what uh, I won't reveal which one of his teammates told me. That's what happens. Wow. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. I'll keep that between us. Wow. Yeah. So so now is it time for now? You can do choice? dealer's choice. Wow. How much time do we have before bed, LA, with Anita Marks? So uh, we have three, three minutes. minutes. Cappy, go. Um, I gotta hear more about this Lindsay thing. I'm 
very confused by what I heard. I saw somebody on social media. Cap, stop being a hater. Relax. Like, get over it and move on. Like, you don't got like you don't got to hate on me because people wanted to help me get my car out from being towed. Like, why you got to be a jerk about it? Wait a second. J- just hold on one second. You just here. got mad five minutes ago. The last segment, you said what? I don't get it. Why would people do that? That's weird. Like you're calling people weird because they want to help somebody out. Like I don't think that's weird. I think it's kind. Just like how this, you know, Greg came in and and, and bought all those cookies for us from uh, Beto's niece from the Girl Scouts. That's the same thing. He's trying to do something nice for people. Like what's wrong with that? Why you got to hate on people for trying to do something nice? Who's hating? I you. I, you said it was weird. Well, you did say what, it was weird. What I just said was, I'd like to do a little more investigation. Because you it. want money, is what you're saying. I find it highly, highly unusual that the listeners gave you money to get your car out of the. Happy, you you find it unusual. I'm not even. I'm not even going to go there because this is not like this. It's you know. I'm not. Laura. Laura could speak to this too. I I was going to say something, but then I don't want it to be taken out of context because then people are going to say I'm taking shots. Because it kind of happened to me when I got my apartment. People wanted to buy me stuff. And Lindsay's like, I don't believe it. So I kind of see no. why Cappy thought the same thing. But I, people are nice. I didn't say I didn't believe it. I said I believe did, it no, because no, people no, have, no, girl, people have offered. The, no, no, no. We, no, we were text. talking about the uh, the uh, you know the registry. Saying? Yeah, that's what the, I'm the registry. Yeah. My, my thing is, like, people are nice. People do want to help. Like, I don't think that's weird. Like, people genuinely want to do that. Like, I, I do think that. So I don't think it's weird. You know what I mean? Like, people are just like, yo, you're in a tough spot. Here you go. Like, when it's your birthday. Like, yo, what's your um, what's your Venmo code? Like, I got you a drink. Yeah. 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 It's like the same thing. It's not weird. I'll have my opinion. You call me a hater all you want, Lindsay. I'm not calling you, you can a hater. E- you can explode all you want on me. I'm not exploding. Uh, I just oh, think you, that you're you being a hater because- You wouldn't call that an explosion? Well, because you said it was weird, and I think it it's mean. Weird. I think it it's is, mean it to is, say it's, it's weird for me. Okay, how about this? We're not talking about it anymore. Can, can we just drop it? We only have a minute left can in the we, show can anyway. Can we end in a nice note? Yeah, I seriously. Have, okay. Well, so, this is what Royce Tony wanted, George. Wait, hold on. No, he wanted me to you, though. Hold up. There's a nine-year-old that loves you guys. Somewhere his mom's probably not letting him listen to Right, it. not anymore. But his name is Noel Jimenez, and he was like, I love them. Can they just give me a shout-out? So can y'all just give the nine-year-old a shout-out? Noel, shout-out to you. Shout we out love Noel. you. Thank you, Noel Jimenez. Um, I'm sorry that this went off the rails. That's what usually what happens around this time of the night. Yeah. You're, you're not allowed to do anything nice for anyone ever. That's not what I'm saying. Thanks for the cookies, well, Greg you, and PV. Yeah, thank you, Greg and PV. All right. Yeah, thank I, you. Anita Marks, Bet LA is up next. Games are in action as we speak. I'm sure she'll go deep dive on some of these late games in the NBA. Cappy, great job. Lindsay and Laura, excellent work. We will talk to you all mañana.